0: The Battle Phase podcast is broadcast live on Fridays and Sundays, and we encourage you to come hang out and chat with Bard and Dare live. Now, prepare to declare attacks. You are entering the Battle Phase.
1: I have unmatching rarities. (laughs) Go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because nothing's nothing's gonna, like, uh, make uh, the the deck-building aesthetic feel as off as if, you know, you just have non-matching rarities of a thing.
1: And that's the problem with the new set. And that's the problem with the new set.
0: Hello, everyone! You have entered the battle phase! It is I, the Midnight Bard, and joining me as always is everybody's favorite co-host who is riding high, uh, Derringer.
1: I got three Ash Blossoms and then not the
0: same rarity. <laughs> uh, it was something that I was like, I was listening to like Team APS's, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Pod of Greed. And uh, the, the, one of the viewers asked a question of Paul, which was, uh, what would you do, like, you know, tips for making a good trade binder?
1: What would you do for a clone deck bar?
0: <laughs> and Paul was just kind of like, oh, for a good trade binder, try to have you know, play sets of things, which I was like, Hey, you know what? That That's a good, that's good advice. You know, like if if you, you're more likely to, uh, to get, get like good trades. If you have play sets of a thing, right. As opposed to like, you know, you have like the weird one of, or whatever. Um, imagine having play sets, but all of them are just different rarities.
1: Well, see, that's the, that's the thing is I would go a step further and say, have a play set plus because, if you run into somebody who needs one pot of extravagance, they yeah. don't want your three pot of extravagance. Right. And they'll be like, oh, I'll just I'll take one. Well, you don't want to get rid of your playset, but if you have a playset with like two extras, then, mm-hmm.
0: then you have trade. Yeah, Brother Gamma says, Riding high. Yeah, you know, like Dare with his with his three ash blossoms, which you didn't get any out of like what was it, like the Megaton last year?
1: Yeah, my two and a half cases of Megatons.
0: And two and a half cases of Megatons and didn't pull like any Ash Blossoms, but now you got three of them out of, like what was it, two boxes out of the Rarity Collection?
1: It's still not that much. It's, it's upsetting.
0: It really isn't, but you know, like I think that the pull rates on Ash in this particular set are actually better because, what do you call it, uh, I pulled an Ash and I only bought five packs. So, you know, it's, it's good pull rates. That could also be luck on my behalf. I don't know. Like I, I made out like a bandit in like the the tin the because I pulled all the pots of prosperity. I was like this is incredible. I think I ended up pulling like a grand total of four out of like one case plus whatever I happened to get out of the grocery store whenever I went grocery shopping.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm I'm done sleeving up all of the, the good cards. Okay. Oh, I can actually move my mic so I'm not echoing as bad.
0: Sweet. So uh before we get started, remember to like, sub, and share. It's the easiest way to make the podcast grow. And if you're on the listen only uh platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc., uh welcome. And if you'd like to be part of our live audience and chat with the boys, we are we go live on YouTube every Friday at youtube.com slash at the battle phase. You know, you can find us there on Friday, roughly around six PM Central Standard Time. Um but uh, before we go any further, Dare, you've been listening to some music this week.
1: Yeah, I actually had multiple things to send you this week. i like ninety percent of the other weeks, I'm just like oh, I ain't got nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I put up like you got you sent me, unlike Pluto Pumpkin Factory Six. So yeah, he
1: released this on uh, Hollow Hollow's Eve. Ah, and it's, uh, obviously, it's a it's a Christmas album. He, it's just
0: for a second there I was like of, a Christmas album? I was like oh he's kidding I was like oh I, I was
1: kind of hoping you would listen to it but at the same time I was kind of hoping you wouldn't um, so it's basically just kind of like ambiance music for Halloween and I mean it's pretty good I liked it, yeah, it it's one pretty. of those things that I had it on YouTube mm-hmm. on loop for a while and then, because you can't have ad blocker on YouTube anymore, I had to switch to finding it on other platforms because ads were annoying me.
0: Yeah, uh, and speaking of uh, what's it called, things playing on loop. Uh, we we have your dance loop animation on screen right now. It's something that I did over over the course of the week where I was just like, I want to try my hand at animating things, and so I did. I, I took you and I animated you dancing to unlike Pluto
1: <laughs> if you would have listened to it you wouldn't have made that statement but
0: okay <laughs> yes but uh, so uh, out of a five star rating what would you rate this the the gif or the the, the song no the song uh, just give it a just solid 4.5 Oh well that's that's Three. pretty good that's pretty good yeah now, now uh, 5, the 4. gif what about The Gift, Dare? What would you rate The Watching gift? this week, we have <laughs> Suzy,
1: Su, Suzy Q.
0: Yeah. So, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Uh, watching this week, I actually did finally make it out to watch the Suzume movie. movie, uh, which is one of those. I remember that we talked about it a long time ago uh, where we talked about like this movie just looks really good. And it was going to be released in theaters. And I was like, it, just off of the trailer alone, I I could... I got the impression that the animation on this movie was going to be phenomenal. And uh, I finally did go to watch it. It was, you know, it, it it was released to theaters for a second run because apparently it's just, it was just doing really well. And so I, I I finally made it, made it out to the theaters to watch it. And yeah, that, that was worth a watch in theaters, dude. This is one of those movies that's like, you know how sometimes you like ask yourself, I'm like, uh, you know, this movie is in theaters, but do I really want to spend the money to watch it in theaters? Wouldn't it be just as good if I just waited for it to come to streaming? But then there are movies that you're like, "Oh yeah, that's 100% worth a theater watch because it's it just looks really really good." Yes. Okay. Well, that's what that's what this movie is. It's it it's uh it is a spectacle to behold. And uh, so basically Uh, You know, Kingdom Hearts, it's kind of like that. (laughs) You know, like, there's the the barest bones explanation of the plot that I can give is there's magical doors that appear all across Japan, and when they open, bad things come out of them. So it's up to this teenager Suzume to embark on this fantastical adventure to close these doors before huge calamities befall the, the country. Uh, and yeah, I, I kind of get the feeling that there's some kind of like you know Japanese mysticism uh, that is kind of like the undertone of the movie. I'm not too familiar with that, so maybe maybe not. Um, it's wholesome, it's thrilling. You're actually at the edge of your seat for a couple of of sequences. It's actually really good, and it is just so good to 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 look at. It is candy for the eyes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is basically Sony Pictures just being like, "Yeah, look, look what I can do," and I'm just like, "Yes, please keep going." Um, uh, things I liked, it like I said, it's wholesome, it's funny, it, it looks really, really good. Uh, so you know, it, it's about two hours long, but you know, you kind of like don't even mind it. You know, normally for me, I like did. if if a movie is like an hour, I'm like, uh. Eh.
1: I thought that said it's a vegetable treat of cinema.
0: It's a vegetable like, treat what, of cinema. Yes. What the
1: hell does that mean? It is a, you know, like it, it is says a, veritable. Veritable, correct. Veritable. Uh, it, it is a
0: vegetable read. treat of cinema. It is like broccoli with cheese, you know? Dude.
1: Yeah. Broccoli and cheese is like the only vegetable that i enjoy
0: yeah it's pretty great you know like i, I it's I not would... even
1: it's not even a vegetable it's just it's just cheese with extra steps
0: <laughs> yeah especially because usually like the way that they cook the broccoli is by boiling it uh and uh you know well, you, I mean,
1: you can go you, they have at like walmart frozen broccoli with cheese that you just you throw in the microwave right but like if you if you were to make this from
0: scratch right you would normally boil the broccoli and then add the cheese on top of it but what they don't tell you is that boiling the broccoli takes all of the nutrients out of it so you're right it's just cheese with extra steps
1: that's why that's why you gotta just drink the broccoli water
0: (laughs) that sounds so
1: gross it's like when you it's
0: it's like when you (laughs) boil hot dogs
1: oh i knew you were gonna go there and
0: and i was like please don't
1: Is when you boil the hot dog, all the nutrients <laughs> goes out of the hot dog. I and it's do left not in the water.
0: like this. Oh, this is a this is a conversation that I wish had never occurred. <laughs> uh Brother Gamma in the chat says Sony looking at Bard Spider Verse exists. It's kind of in the same vein, like but Sony Pictures just Sony Animation Studios just wow, you know, it just keeps knocking it out of the park. And this movie is an example of like I'm like if you're going to release an anime film into theaters, this is the quality that should be expected because this is amazing, you know? And especially for a standalone property, you know? Because usually if it's, if it's attached to, like, a franchise, like, for example, One Piece film Red did really, really well in theaters, but it's also One Piece, you know? Like, yeah, of course. You know, like, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse exists, but it's also attached to Spider-Man. So, yeah, you know, like, it's going to do well. This one is a standalone project. You know, like, it's not uh, hooked up to any other franchises, at least not that I'm aware of, uh, but it's still kind of like one of those things where it's like, see, this is how you you throw something that's not attached to a, any kind of franchise out there and expect it to do well is, firstly, the story's got to be good, the character's got to be likable, and the animation has to be fucking off the charts, which it was, so just, wow uh but that said but there was no
1: hot dog water so there's no nutrients
0: there's a lot of water there might have been hot dogs in some of it so i can't say oh, for so sure So there may be nutrients in that there, there may be nutrients in the water yes uh things i didn't like there was one thing i didn't like and that's towards the end it it kind of looks like the two primary characters are, are kind of hinting at like romantic feelings between each other. I'm like, you've known each other for three days. No, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. like, nah, man, like this is a, this is a little, it,
1: wait, have you not heard of love at first sight?
0: Well, of course, but still though, the, the, you've
1: it's... never been walking through a Walmart. At God, I can't wait to hear how you, and you lock eyes with the sketchy looking woman and you're like, and you're like, man, I want to spend the rest of my life with her. Uh,
0: no. And it's, it's not happened to me either. So <laughs> okay, I was about to say, I guess I've never known love. Is that what you're getting at?
1: If you if you d- answered yes to that, <laughs> I'm sending this to your wife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Brother Gamma says, in the end, it doesn't even matter. Well. Uh, There was a point in the movie where she had to fall to lose it all. So, I mean, in the end, it doesn't even matter.
1: Oh, my God. That's one of those Stone Temple Pilots songs.
0: It is. Yes. Stone Temple Pilots featuring the Who. Uh, And speaking of Doctor Who, in card games. Oh,
1: in In the card games. uh, Literally. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, literally none of these have anything to do with Doctor you, Who.
0: We are all just all over the place, just saying things because we can. Yeah,
1: yeah this is this is what you do to me every freaking <laughs> week. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, you, you, you think you have it bad. You should try living with me, baby. Like the people living with me are like, I can't with him at all. Uh,
1: I, I believe it. Yeah, I fully believe it.
0: But uh, anyway, these pirates are now in Impel Down. Uh, the Bandai released a ban list for One Piece that basically read, you know what? If you play a red deck, fuck you. Because <laughs> literally all of the cards that were hit were red cards. <laughs> it was just basically like, oh, do you need your Nami searcher? No, you don't. Band." Like oh, do you need your mid-range uh, your your mid-range uh, option to don? No, you don't. Banned. Are you playing Whitebeard Red? Not anymore. Whitebeard. Banned. <laughs> so it's like holy cow. Um, and then like they they w- one other one kind of got hit, but it was limited, which was like Red Marco. So they're like, oh yeah, did you like Red Marco? Well, not banned, but limited. Yeah, watch yourself. You know so kind of uh kind of weird dare you you play magic have you heard of like the color red being particularly bad or like you know particularly troublesome in magic metas or anything like that
1: i'm trying to think of like really like problem some cards but like like whenever whenever i think of like high powered cards in magic i think of uh like the praetors Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and urbrask is the red praetor and none of his are really that good. Right. And and the best the best one for Urbrask is you put him on the field and all of your creatures get haste but all of your opponents come in tapped.
0: Oh that's kind of (laughs) cool.
1: But it's just like that's the best one where you have like the green one Voranclex says if an opponent's monster would get counters, it gets half as many counters, and all of your monsters get double the counters. Hmm. So, like a planeswalker that you bring in, if it had if it comes in with like five counters, it comes in with ten counters. Hmm. And that that means you you can nine times out of ten just multi- use its ultimate as soon as it hits the field.
0: Right, which is those ultimates are kind of like insane. So I see how that would be a problem. Uh but the you reason- have like
1: Shieldred and you have you have I don't uh the white one is uh fuck, what's her name? It's the mother of machines. Uh I can't remember her name, but she's really good.
0: Yeah, no, I have all no of idea. Them are, I'm not all that of familiar with magic, planeswalkers. Blues gin
1: Like in my in my head, it's like that you have no max hand size, and your opponents have no hand size. Hmm. So your opponents, at the end of their turn, have to discard their whole hand.
0: Yeah. See, this is why I I don't agree with people when they say that Magic is is easier to get into. No, the fuck it's not. (laughs) Like, give me that crap. Uh, Yeah. Just just red by
1: itself. I can't really think of anything that's like super overpowered.
0: Right. Uh, and well, the reason that I brought that up is because, you know, like this is the One Piece band list and it hit nothing but red cards. And I think a couple of weeks back, we talked about Digimon kind of doing the same, where like the blue Arurumon decks were now suddenly the more popular ones because they weren't hit at all, you know? So it, it's. And in all three games, red is the aggro color, you know? So I was kind of wondering, I was like, well, yeah, is there.
1: It's like the color of aggression.
0: Right. Right. And as every orc knows, red is the color that makes things stronger, right? It's a Warhammer reference. Is it is it red? I don't know, maybe. I thought it was, I thought it was green. Gamma says red is DPS. Uh I, I
1: remember I
0: remember I now we're going to talk about this now cuz you brought it up. Mm-hmm.
1: I I think yellow makes you go faster. That
0: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and pur- I think purple is stealth. Green
1: purple stealth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah think green is power
0: yeah i i don't or know my maybe warhammer green stuff. is lucky yeah I, I don't know my warhammer stuff so i'm just, i just was throwing something out there thinking that i was going to make a joke uh, uh according to gamma joke, in the chat went, red makes things got, faster yeah you
1: just you you wanted you wanted to make a joke and then you just you got us talking about Warhammer. Yeah. It's like you wanted to make a joke and then you had us talking about cheesy broccoli.
0: Yeah. Like every time I make a joke, we get into a into a fun end. It's great. You know, like I, it is... Is that or I have an aneurysm. <laughs> so uh, I guess w- with this ban list, uh, the question becomes, so is Red a problem in One Piece? And the answer to that is maybe. I- if you look at this spreadsheet, which I borrowed from a One Piece YouTuber, um. This spreadsheet shows you what decks are topping and what colors they are, right? And so, like, off the off the jump here, like, how many tournaments is this? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, et cetera. And I'm just seeing, like, you know, Trafalgar Law, Edward Newgate, there, you know, Whitebeard.
1: There's five
0: non-red decks. There is five non-red decks. And so, like, this is a lot, you know, so in in my mind, I'm like, is Red a problem? Well, it, it looks like that because there, there are so many Red decks, right? The thing about it is, though, you'll notice that it's almost never the same commander. So, like, you know, Trafalgar Law is one deck. Edward Newgate is a different one. Zoro is a different one. So, like, it's like... I was going to say there's three different
1: commanders that they have there, it looks like.
0: Yeah, three different commanders. So, and, and you also got to keep in mind that Trafalgar Law isn't exactly red. He's like a red-green hybrid. So, he's he's on here for different reasons. Uh, so, if we're looking at, like, the straight-up red decks, it's just Zoro and Newgate. So, now, if you want to talk
1: about something that's fucking... Something bad magic, red-green is
0: i like i i like the idea of red green i've tried building red green before but like i the thing is you know like i, I am just such a mono red person that it's just like uh, anytime that i try to overcomplicate that i have problems
1: there, there's a commander that i want to play in red green that says you pay three colorless and tap it yeah and you get a uh ice it's a colorless ice artifact mm. That says tap for any color mana, and uh, you, you just you do that a bunch, and you have things that untap ice artifacts or ice permanents, and then you just blow up everyone's lands.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah. Gruel is a fun color. Gamma asks. He says that he is very concerned that he doesn't see yellow or black on on this. There is a black deck in this. It's actually like the top deck at this uh, at the TAK's October online regionals, and that's Rebecca. Rebecca is blue black. Um, I was going to
1: ask if if the two colors were like uh, it's like blue black, yeah, green. Is that supposed to be green red, or is it like a different color? It's purple. Oh, green purple, mm-hmm. red green, red 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 red.
0: Yeah, so like a, the the two Dream colors yellow. are like the the commander's color identity. Uh, so the top one, Rebecca, is blue black, and that's one of the newer commanders that came out in like the recent set, Kingdoms of Intrigue. Um, yellow, uh, and th- this actually falls into like the next uh, the next slide because I actually did talk to like the people at my locals who play One Piece, uh, and they were talking about the ban list. Uh, so I was like, uh, red, red is dead. Is there a redemption? Uh, so because it seems to target specifically red decks, um, I, I ask, okay, well, for you guys who play red, like, does this kill your deck? And the answer is Newgate, yes, because their commander is outright banned. Um, but let's see, for, for Zoro, yes, because it, if he's playing mono red, he just kind of lost a lot of his his draw power and his hand fixing. Uh, But Trafalgar Law maybe is okay because he since he also has access to green cards, it it seems to be fine. Uh, I asked, okay, well, if these decks are now out of the format, what are you guys going to be playing? And they say that Yellow Big Mom Katakuri is looking good. Uh, That uh, the the Doflamingo that was up here, what was it? Like green, Green Purple Doflamingo is doing fine. So they they think that that's basically what's going to happen is Yellow Big Mom, Yellow Katakuri is going to do great. And uh, what do you call it? Doflamingo is going to be fine. Oh, so you know. (laughs) I know just that song. You you know the Queen song. Nice. (laughs) Oh, that's not. I thought
1: her name was Big Mom. that's uh, No. I got excited for a second.
0: No, that guy's name is Queen. (laughs) Zoom, zoom, zoom. zoom and zoom and zoom and zoom <laughs> I know the <this> song. <laughs> uh, so, oh, I see what you did there. Red Dead Redemption, right? Right? Because Red is dead. So is there a redemption? Maybe, maybe not. But yeah, that that's the One Piece band list. It was just kind of like funny to me because I was like, okay, so like One Piece is one of those games that has like the color identities for your deck. Uh, kind yeah. of like Digimon does the kind same. Kind of like yu gi uh, no, Yu-Gi-Oh! does not. Uh, but like, kind of like, Digimon kind of does the same and so does Magic. So I was really interested to hear your take. I was like, has anything like this ever happened, like in a game that you're familiar with, where it's just like one color is just a problem, so we have to hurt it?
1: No, because like, the only color, the other, the only, well, I guess uh, White schwarz is colored too. But um, actually, while you were talking, I looked up to see if there was, like, a ban list for Schwartz and the last time there was, like, an update to it was in April of last year.
0: Wow. So,
1: apparently, it's a balanced enough game that they don't really have to fucking touch it that much. But uh, the only other game that I play that is, like, color-based is Magic, and... Each color is kind of, like, good enough at what it does that it doesn't need to be super, like, slaughtered, I don't think. Right. But again, I haven't played Magic
0: for long. Mm.
1: So I don't know if there was a time. Like, I know that each color has, like, its thing that it does. And people are upset with each color doing things that it does. But uh, they can cry about it.
0: So. yeah right and uh, that's kind of uh so i reached out to mordor because he's been playing magic for a long time and he says that uh that red specifically has never really been like a problem problem you know he says that magic colors technically have a tendency to kind of like balance and counter each other out so you know like red can sometimes be really really aggressive but just because it's aggressive doesn't mean that it's gonna you know that it's going to ruin all the other decks' good time, you know? Um uh, yeah. He says that a lot of the times what ends up happening is that red kind of becomes like the the litmus test for how good your deck is going to be competitively because if your deck can survive against an, a really aggressive red deck, then you should do fine, you know, in like the competitive circuit. Um, you know, his words. So, I mean, like, I guess so. Okay,
1: quote Mordor, uh, red deck is Eldritch. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, quote 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 Mordor, red red deck is Eldritch. Um, so but yeah,
1: uh, I'd say like in Magic where you get to have a problem is when you start mixing the colors, hmm. because like red by itself is not strong, but if you do like red black, which is Rakdos, mm-hmm. you're mixing all of red's power with all of black's power. And then you have something that's basically double the strength, but like the more colors you put in, the more muddy it gets, so right, like two and three color decks are usually like pretty, pretty good,
0: yeah, like my vampires usually do pretty well, you know, like it just does all right, you know, like i I have fun with it, and plus, it seems to play like really towards my play style, which is like, yeah, let's just fucking hit hit fast, and, you know, like, just make a bunch of stuff that keeps hitting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But speaking about hitting, I can't wait for Purely to be hit on the ban list, dude. This deck is so unfair. (laughs) The Duelist Cup is over, and I finally get to have my sanity back. God, I mean, here's the thing. I was prepared for Kash Tira because I thought that was going to be the thing that was everywhere, and... Surprisingly, no. Purely was the one that was that was everywhere. Uh, out of the top. Oh, Cash got hit. Uh, Cash didn't get uh, hit. They,
1: I thought they did something to Arise Heart. That's on, in like, the TCG, release.
0: not Master Duel. I
1: I thought on release they did something to where like a Heart was at one. Or
0: no. something. Uh. Uh-uh. You oh. you you can you can run a Heart. You know, it's no problem. Uh, that I think I the ones that they Curly like just.
1: More consistent than in a best of one scenario
0: then. Uh, maybe uh th- there's a lot or of maybe de- you
1: just didn't go up against cash
0: uh, there no because watch this so uh out of the top five decks three were purely one was labyrinth and one was runic stun the I, I looked at the top so many decks and you didn't see cash until number fourteen so and everything else was just kind of like either like purely or or some kind of stun or like something completely unrelated. Labyrinth showed up a lot, so I mean like it was it's almost like it's weird to me that labyrinth showed up more than than cash did, you know. And uh, this might be kind of a number of different factors. This might be, as you say, maybe purely it's just more consistent in a best-of-one format. Could also be that everybody was expecting cash, so eventually the cash players just kind of had to dip out of that deck and try something different.
1: What are the rarities on cash tier stuff?
0: Uh, URs. Like, I I know that cash tier Theosis is a UR, Unicorn is, Fenrir is... Uh, I think Shangra Era is an SR, and then uh, purely. And purely is a lot more forgiving because, like it. it um... That could also be the reason, then. Yeah. Because they, that... if it's
1: easier to get your hands on purely than cash, then yeah, play purely. Which I mean, purely can hold its hands against cash. It's a pretty good deck.
0: It's it's an extremely good deck. I mean, like, cause when you really think about it, like, and this is the thing that made me so mad about it is that there's no such thing as a hard once per turn in a purely deck. Every every card they have is a soft once per turn. Uh, and on top of that, any card that they play, much like Runic, you know, where w- any Runic card will get you like a Runic extra deck monster to your extra monster zone. But uh, every purely quick play spell you can discard a card and special summon a purely main deck monster from your deck, you know? Um, and then that that monster will gain you some kind of hand advantage because it will go search... So it goes neutral, basically. It'll go searching for something and you can add it to your hand. Uh, and then they have effects to where they can just XC summon with something either in your hand or in the graveyard. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, they have the thing where... Um, they have the thing where cuz you'll usually go into plump because that's the one that that does the the stuff where it attaches cards onto itself and so any any purely card that you that you play from your hand plump will just absorb it but not only that he'll absorb something that's in the graveyards but not only that But, like, you know, every purely card, uh, every purely quick play spell has an additional effect whenever it's attached to a purely Xyz monster. So one of them buffs them from stuff, the other one, I think, bounces something, and then the last one lets you draw a card during your opponent's standby phase. Also, not once per turn. So if you have three of that one equipped to that purely monster during your opponent's standby phase, you'll be drawing three cards. And not only that, but then if you use the purely trap card, You know, like, oh, we're still during the standby phase. Uh, I draw three cards, and then I activate the purely trap card to transform my purely plump into purely noir. It's technically a new monster now, so I draw an additional three. That's drawing six. (laughs) And during your opponent's standby phase. And we're not even getting into the fact that, like, the the field spell and the continuous spell, my friend, purely, will recover your resources if somehow your opponent manages to just get rid of the thing that you have, you know? It's just... It is one of those things where I'm just like, holy cow, I am losing my mind against this deck because every time I manage to get rid of it, somehow uh, it just comes back. And not not just that, but also... What do you call it? Uh, the, the purely noir has a non once per turn, like Seuss like effect, where he can just spin things back into your deck e- e- equal to the number of uh, materials that it can exhaust for it. So it's just this one, this deck that can make a, a ridiculously big monster. You know, like I've seen them get upwards to like 7,000, 8,000 attack points that is largely unaffected by anything as long as he's equipped with enough cards. And then has additional effects based on whatever is attached to it, which are kind of, like, really unfair. You know, af- after I saw, like, you know, the 10th Purely player, I was hoping I'd run into Kash Tira. <laughs> you know, I was like, I can handle Castira Tira just fine, but Purely is driving me up a freaking wall. So, did you draw the out? Mom, well, sometimes.
1: <laughs> I mean, why not just draw the out?
0: Yeah, I mean, like that—that's what Triple Tactics Thrust is for. But yeah, you know, like I was running Triple Tactics Thrust, so sometimes I you drew should, the out. You should
1: just, you should just draw
0: the out next time. Well, that's what Triple Tactics Thrust says. It's it, that is a card that literally says draw the out. Mystic
1: Mind to three and Master Duel would be fixed.
0: I honestly, I disagree. I feel like if Mystic Mind went to three, that's all that anybody would play on ladder because it's the deck that gets you to master, and that's. That's so dumb, in my opinion. It, it, it
1: couldn't be the type that gets you the master because it, ma- it was never in master duel.
0: No, I mean master rank. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it wouldn't get, It's never been in master duel,
1: so you
0: wouldn't know no. Well, I'm pretty positive. I mean, like whenever you you're like climbing uh, ladder, you realize that people will play the stupid thing the that just has the most consistent reason wins.
1: Why people played it was to get it banned. Like if you went and looked at all the deck lists that that won with with uh, Mystic Mind, they they could they could have won without it.
0: So they just wanted to. Okay, what so what I'm i what no no what, Mystic Mind to three. I mean this has been like your crusade for the past four episodes. So I mean like yeah, by all means, at, at this past, point just past like five months. Yeah, so like just just give his Mystic gained- Mind. You know what? Since like here's the thing it. here's the thing too. Uh, what do you call it? Master Duel has been like releasing like banned cards as stuff that you can craft. in uh, it it's I don't know if they did this yet, but there is supposedly a way that in like duel rooms you can like customize so that you can play using banned cards. So I mean like sooner or later you're bound to get it. It's just not gonna be playable in like general in the general populace. You're probably just gonna have to build a duel room for it.
1: I just think people need to stop being such babies about it. Release
0: it to three. Okay. See, just draw the out. So Mordor in the chat says he did some research. Any red uh, magic card that's ever been banned is usually not an individually powerful card, but something that cheaply and quickly fuels or enables something else. Uh, for example, Faithless Looting uh, fuels your great fuels graveyard decks really well and can still function in the graveyard uh one big exception is a splinter twin which is part of an easy infinite
1: yeah and that's basically like the ban list for uh magic is it, it's it's not like oh this set of cards is really good it's it's like this one thing does a degenerate thing and it, it, yeah there's there's not like a whole bunch of Red cards that are banned because they work together. It's like you said, faithless looting,
0: fuel Uh Gamma says that he pictures you with a mystic mind tattoo. Uh,
1: well, I can make your picture a reality. <laughs> <you
0: know? laughs> uh, but uh, one, one more thing that I uh, that I meant to say because I I think you would have found this kind of funny. Uh, you know what dumb archetype that isn't really good. Uh, somehow found. Playability and purely because it did stupid things with it. What Ghost Trick was it like fucking Angel of Mischief? You Whatever would it is. you would go into Angel of Mischief. I don't know if they tried to do like the alternate win con, but uh, whenever I ran into it, basically Ghost Trick was just easy extension for purely like super easy. So instead of just ending on your like purely noir. You would also end like on utopic Draco future, and and some other stuff, you know, like some some back row, etc. So it, it was just kind of one of those things uh, that purely Ghost Trick was a thing that was happening, and I was like, ha. Huh.
1: <laughs> I I was curious, and I was look I looked up uh, band cards in uh, Commander, mm-hmm. and I there's a land called Talerian Academy, mm-hmm. and it adds one blue mana for each artifact you control
0: wow i have a deck that has artifacts so i mean that would be that would be kind of busted
1: yeah yeah (laughs) pretty good
0: that would be pretty insane uh so just just to kind of close off here on the the thing for the duelist cup uh, the first place guy uh This is the deck that he was running. This is his deck list. He was running the Psyframe Gear Gamma Package. Three Purely, three Pure Lily, uh, Ash Blossoms, and that's his monster lineup. Well, Maxi also, but that's his monster lineup. Uh, The rest of it is, you know, like Pot of Desires, Triple Tactics, Talent, uh, a suite of the purely Quick Play spells plus the Field spell and the Continuous. uh, What's it called? Crossout Designator. Infinite Impermanence, and uh, what do you call it? The, the trap card, Pure Leap?
1: Okay, so
0: here's... <laughs> Pure Leap?
1: This is something that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh needs to do. Mm-hmm. It's a red card that's banned. It's called Falling Star. Flip Star onto the playing field from an area, playing area, from a height of at least one foot. Star must turn at least 360 degrees or it has no effect. When Falling Star lands, Falling Star does three damage to each creature that it touches. Any creature damaged by Falling Star, uh, any creature damaged by Falling Star, but it's not destroyed, becomes tapped. No, thanks. Here's, no, here's, Here's. I'm sorry. Hi, Siggy. I, I'm still stuck on the, the red cards being banned thing. World Fire. It's six generic, three red, exile all permanents, exile all cards from all players' hands and graveyards. Each player's life total becomes one.
0: That's Inferno Tempest, basically.
1: It, it's it, Inferno Tempest, but lowers your opponent's life points to
0: 100. Yeah, it's uh, that, that's exactly what I The moment you said, like, yeah, it banishes everything, I was like, yeah, that's Inferno Tempest. <laughs> But uh, it just
1: banishes all monsters and in your hand, deck, and field, or it's your field, graveyard, and deck, right? And then you summon out the uh, the grand module in your hand and attack. For-
0: like a Grand Maju or whatever, uh, and Mordor in the chat will tell you of a time that I just completely ruined his uh Venominaga hyper venom counter thing because, do, 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 do. because you know he was just like, I attack you for a hyper venom counter with five thousand attack points. And I was like, Oh, Inferno Tempest, all of your reptiles are now gone. Technically your snake do, deity stays do, do, do. because it's unaffected, but like, you know, now it has no attack power because all of its source of fuel just disappears. And then I was just like also, I'm going to put my obnoxious Celtic Guardian that can't be destroyed by battle on the field. I'm so obnoxious. It was just kind of one of those things like, we do not speak of the Infernal Tempest Venominaga event. Do, 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 do. Uh, but uh, one last thing that I wanted to mention before we moved away from card games is uh, th- there's been a lot of like uh, talk across the entirety of the Yu-Gi-Oh! community uh, regarding the way that the Duelist Cup functions. Because, as you know, the first stage happens over the course of about a week. And, you know, you have, like, all that time to, like, raise your duel level to get to stage two. And then stage two is just three days of continuous grinding. Because it's, like, it, it benefits you to just play as many games as possible because you're no longer competing just, like, hey, two... Two victories gains you gains you a level. Now it's just like, no, 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 you're competing for dual points, and dual points are accrued by how much you duel. So it's kind of been like, yeah, gamma gamma names it, yeah, 72 hours of no sleep. Uh it, it's been labeled as something that's been highly detrimental to players' mental health because that apparently in order to make it, you just kinda of have to no life it. You know, like you have to no life those three days. Um, and there's been talk of people being like, becoming physically and mentally exhausted. I feel that. <laughs> and, and, you know, just, like, it just huh, sometimes forgoing. And this is something that I would never do, but, like, there was a lot of them who were forgoing, like, eating and, like, sleeping for the sake of, like, you know, gaining as many dual points as possible. And I'm like, no, I'm going to eat and I'm going to sleep. You know, like, th- th- the rest of it seems a little too much for me. But I am willing to sit and try, like over and over and over again for over the course of several hours. That's fine. But you know, like I'm not gonna be one of those guys. That like, oh, can't go to the bathroom. You know, like gotta gain dual points. You know, it's too much. Uh, well,
1: that's why you. That's why you have to. Uh, you you get please the, uh, don't
0: the phone. I feel you, like you get
1: the app on your phone.
0: Oh. Oh thank God! Dare I thought you were going somewhere completely different with this?
1: Oh, you mean like gamer bottle? Yeah,
0: like gamer bottle. That's yeah, exactly you, where that's, I thought you were that's going. That's another. You can
1: you can get a gamer bottle. Game, like I I have a gamer bottle sitting here right next to my oh, chair. Oh gross! It's just got to be careful not to knock it over. <laughs>
0: That is exactly where I thought you were going. I was like, okay, no, 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 no. And then it's like, oh, no, just get it on your phone. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. Yeah, you could get it on your phone. <laughs> what's what's honey chipotle boneless wings? It's like, you know, honey, but like also they put a chipotle on it. What is,
1: what's a chipotle?
0: It's like a pepper.
1: It's like a spicy pepper?
0: Not really. I mean, it's like, it'll add some zest. But, like, it's not spicy. Uh, but, again, you know, like, I'm Latin, so, like, my definition of spicy is very different from everyone else's. Uh, but that being said, uh, moving on to... Uh, well, actually, I wanted to get your opinion on that. Like, what, what do you feel about, like, this level of try-hard where it's like, hey, three days, no sleep, no eat, just Yu-Gi-Oh!
1: I, I was talking to Siggy kind of about this mm-hmm. earlier in the PC. Yeah.
0: Uh, if you want to
1: compete at, like, a professional level with this type of stuff, Mm -hmm. you kind of have to. Like, I don't agree that they have it just, oh, play as much as you possibly can, because that's how you advance. It it should be, like, from this time to this time for a week. That's when you can earn your dual points. But it shouldn't be 24-7 for three days. Uh, I agree. Yeah, that's going to cause people who don't have a job or I guess people who do have a job, they're just going to like no life. Yeah. Just to
0: take the weekend off to so so you can Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> that's that. I've, I've never
1: agreed with like things like that because it just encourages unhealthy behavior and habits.
0: I agree that, that that's very true. And that that's kind of where I'm at too, you know, where I'm like, look, I love this game a lot but I'm not going to sacrifice my health for it. You know, like if it gets the, as a matter of fact, the reason I stepped I bowed out is because, you know, like at one point it started getting too stressful. I was like, nah, man, I can't face another purely deck in a row. I can't do it. So, you know, like I, I just bowed out. I'm like, you know, fine, we're good. But like, yeah, you know, like whenever something starts being too much, you kind of have to, you know, choose what's going to be best for you. You know, like I don't agree with, with, like, you know, just uh just grinding no life for, like, three days, sacrificing food and rest, and etc You know, I feel like that's too much. I'm like, nothing's worth that. You know, nothing. So, yeah. Uh, also, Mordor says, This man scooped every game the second I activate Rise of Snake Deity for months. Then the one time I get to have fun with the big, awesome snake god, this lame <laughs> elf starts a fire and, re- and neuters it <laughs> the, the obnoxious Celtic garden <laughs> he set fire to the venom swamp
1: <laughs> I set fire to the venom swamp I just burn as you it's
0: on, it's on. <laughs> uh, Siggy says but the gems I was like, there'll be more gems down the line I'm sure I'm sure they'll have another event here in the coming month you know I'm positive of it you know so like we've got
1: 33
0: to 40 minutes before my chipotle wings are here sweet uh so next up in I, anime I, and entertainment put us on a clock all right yeah it's fine like we we actually didn't have any video game stuff so like this is just anime stuff we we should be able yeah. to like super like get through this super easy uh no, i'll be able to
1: get through my stuff <laughs> you, you mm, no. i like to talk about things I yes, like to, you do. I like
0: to and talk not, about things. It's not, not usually a problem. I, I like to talk about things.
1: On, I put us on the clock. Yeah, I like to talk
0: about things. Anyway, uh, yeah. so is this the final season for real this time? Because I feel like every time Attack on Titans are like, the final season. They're like, and stay tuned for part two of the final season. Stay tuned for part three of the final season. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, you, you guys, like, every time you say the final season, like, I, I just feel like you're lying at this point.
1: The final season, part seventy nine. Yeah, the like, final list of seasons.
0: Yeah, it's like they they mean it. They mean final season in the same way they mean Final Fantasy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like there's there's sixteen Final Fantasies. You know, it's not final whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, basically, like uh, they they say that the final part of the final season of Attack on Titan is set to release on Crunchyroll tomorrow. Uh, the Japanese broadcast of the final episode would be followed by a live stream after party where everyone involved with the with the project is going to look fondly back on, on the years that they have spent with Attack on Titan. Which, you know, it's funny because I remember watching Attack on Titan when it came out. So in my mind it came out like two years ago. It, to, to my surprise, this has been going for like almost a decade. I've Never watched Attack on Titan. No, well, that's I mean, that that's understandable. It's kind of one of those where it's like, you you have to vibe with what it's bringing because it it will bring a lot of like really dark stuff, and some of it is just kind of like I don't know if I'm ready to talk about that. Like you know, some people will be like, Aaron Jaeger did nothing wrong. I'm like, genocide is a war crime. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well. It depends. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so anyway. <laughs> anyway, no, that's Attack on Titan. I can't wait to see the final season. I I think I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, you you mentioned Hachima is back. Hachima yeah. is Bakama.
1: Next slide. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I uh, like I, I told you, uh, I watched like the one music video, and I was like, "Oh, here's another new music video," mm-hmm. which uh, I believe it's pronounced "buta," but it it was a song that she had already released, but they actually made a music video, for it, and it premiered.
0: Buta means pig, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because she's calling all of her fans uh, "sweet pigs."
0: Oh, and
1: uh, yeah, she she's the song is kind of in English, but she's she's Japanese, so it's like kind of hard to understand English. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of some of the lyrics, though, to just tell you how the song is, it's "Don't you want me to step on you?" Drink my bathwater. Are you really falling into sick love? Uh, fucking sweet pig? Open your mouth, drink the bathwater. I'll step on you and kick you harder. Mm-hmm. Give me your neck, uh, cut off your head. Mm-hmm. it's like uh, I didn't know that's what I had on my iPod playlist. Okay.
0: Well, uh, she she's talking my language. I like it when women talk down to me like that. And I just gave Bard uh,
1: a new thing to watch. Damn it.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Like, just...
1: she she's kind of like the black sheep of the Hollow Life, if if I was to give her a title, because uh-huh. like she, she's weird. She's mm-hmm. out there.
0: Well, uh, she's I, done I streams feel like... where
1: she's eating spiders and stuff. And if, if you look up Hachima cooking, you're gonna see things that are. Are cooking adjacent, but not really what most people would consider cooking.
0: I remember that you mentioned the 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 eating spiders live stream. So I mean, like, uh, I honestly, I feel like she's probably your favorite because I, I I just feel like she she has that energy that you seem to to enjoy. You know, like the the off the wall, the weird, and the and the not not exactly conforming to like you know the the expectations, right?
1: Well, like I, I was telling you about how she had like a split personality almost going. Yeah, it's it, if you see it's uh buta by Ak- Akai Hato, right? How I, I, I can't speak Japanese.
0: Akai Hato, yes,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. But she also goes by Hachima, which is like her alternate personality, mm-hmm. and they're the same, but they're different, mm-hmm. and. That's like Hato is the more idle version where Hachima is just the unhinged bastard child of, I think at one point she was like, I'm, I'm Satan or something like that. It's like, uh, probably <laughs> shouldn't say that, <laughs> but okay. Well, she, she, she's out there.
0: I, but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, we, we I, got, I
1: can't say she's one of my favorite Cause I like all of them. But,
0: right. Yeah. Right, no, I mean that that's fair. I yeah. mean like that that's not, understandable. No, I mean. I know what you mean. She's she's she
1: gave us permission to drink her bath water. You know, and she's going to step
0: on us. Something ju- I just realized, you know, since we're talking about like VTuber and like, you know, all that music videos, I I forgot to include a slide for like Riot's new uh new boy band that they have. I I guess we can cover it next week. Uh <laughs>
1: I didn't know they had a boy band. If it doesn't have Urgot, I'm not interested.
0: And they do have a boy band, yes. Like like the new the new Riot music and uh, endeavor it is a it K-pop boy Urgot. band. No, I don't think they have but Urgot. It's
1: Urgot. God damn it! Right, <laughs> you guys are fucking cowards. <laughs> it but... took it took ten years of the community begging for a Star Guardian Urgot, and we got we finally got it. Just, just put Urgot in these situations where he doesn't belong. Yeah,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. well, maybe if you if you spend another ten years begging, they might do it. Or, or you know what? Why don't you uh, uh, uh? Why don't you like you know commission an artist to, to make that happen? That that would be kind of fun.
1: Commissioning
0: people costs money, though. No, that's true. That's very true. And I just I just
1: spent money on Chipotle wings. So, yeah. I
0: have money. so uh, ne- next slide. We have fruit and Centria.
1: Yeah, so uh,
0: this was something
1: that I was like, "This was the original video that kicked off like all the other videos." But Mm -hmm. um, it was interesting because Zentria, if you don't know her, she is a VTuber that uses like it's kind of like a robot-generated voice. Yeah, it's basically like a text or speech-to-text type deal. Mm -hmm. But um, I was like. Did she actually sing with her real voice? Or, like, what? what is it? But uh, there's, like, a robot-esque part for her. So it worked out. But it was a really cool song. It was... I, I was upset when I read the full title and saw the cover. And it wasn't, like, an original song of theirs. But uh, Apricot is probably one of my favorite of these singers so it's always exciting whenever she releases a new song or a cover and uh she she does that growly death metal stuff that you like neat yeah this wasn't this wasn't a growly death metal yell song but it's was, it's was good you'd probably
0: like it speaking if you, of
1: if you want if you listen to it like I
0: was hoping you would uh, I, I meant to but like I started putting the, this slideshow together like last night at like one in the morning so I mean like uh-huh. I, I was just so out of it yeah
1: I, uh, I read your slides whenever you send them to me
0: do you <laughs> no Yeah, that's what i thought uh here, here's a another thing that apparently just got sent to me like you know like these are both things that could have been slides but didn't so like we have the riot boy band and also we have new hero of overwatch which is uh a character that well, was teased it's... in 2017 i think and so like see, here we are six years Wait, later who is who is it mauga Mauga. Mauga. He was in like Baptiste's origin story. He was a character in in his in his uh like his uh what do you call it? They, they released like a like a little light novel of Baptiste and you know like his origin into Overwatch. And Mauga was oh, one of. Oh, he's like
1: the, the the big. He's like uh, Maui from.
0: He, he kind of looks like Maui. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So, uh, you, you you got anything else for fruit and centria?
1: No, I'm.
0: I, I was gonna like.
1: Was gonna like uh, talk shit about. <laughs> okay, <for laughs> I uh, it's, 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 he's in a dead game. That's all you need to say.
0: Yeah, that's all you need to say. I mean, I could add a slide for next next week, but I mean, yeah. Uh, as, uh, <laughs> I mean we haven't done like
1: a death thing in a long time of people passing away. We could we could have a, a sad uh o- in Overwatch news. <laughs> and,
0: in Overwatch news, Overwatch is dead. <laughs>
1: that's a, I, we haven't actually had some a, a thing of someone's died recently.
0: Well, Matthew Perry did.
1: I don't know who that is. He is was that, Chandler like, and Friends. Oh yeah, yeah. I I do I do remember being. I was at locals last week, and I was just waiting for people to show up. And I was just sitting there, and one of the the younger guys turned around and was like, "Hey, Chandler died," and I was like, "Do I fucking know a Chandler?" And I'm like, "Chandler from Friends." And I was like, "Oh, I don't like that show." I'm sorry, I guess.
0: Yeah, but he was at other things, too. I mean, like, he, he was an actor. He's been in movies and stuff, you know. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just the thing that he's known
1: for is the thing that I don't really care for.
0: Right. He's known as for being Chandler and Friends, yeah. Uh, but speaking of Chandler and Friends, uh, Brother Gamma is a friend, and he's a fan of solo leveling. Solo leveling, world premiere for the anime.
1: Yeah, Matthew Perry.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Uh, uh but no seriously like uh, they released like the theme song for solo leveling uh on the Crunchyroll like uh, YouTube channel it, it was uh, a theme song called Level where just the first L and E are capitalized the rest of it is in lowercase so it's a co- it's a collaboration <inaudible> between
1: <inaudible> d- <inaudible> <inaudible> Oh that's that's uh that's that
0: other anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a collaboration between Japanese singer Sawano Hiroyuki and a K-pop band Tomorrow X Together. And it's it's, a, it's kind of a bop, you know? It's, pretty, it's, sp- light it's, pre- it's pretty good. Uh, the premiere event for solo leveling has been revealed to be the first two episodes. So the first two episodes will be aired in uh, on the 10th of December in Tokyo and Seoul. Seoul, South Korea. How do you pronounce that? Is that Seoul? Is Seoul? It's Seoul? It's Seoul. Okay. Seoul. I always want to pronounce the e somehow, but it's Seoul. That,
1: that's that's the one thing that I'm like ninety percent sure that I know. That's okay. Seoul, South Korea.
0: All right. So, in the tenth of December in Tokyo and Seoul, South Korea, and then again and on the fourteenth in Los Angeles.
1: Long Los Angle Angles.
0: Los Angeles.
1: Los Anglies.
0: Los Angeles, or as we say in Spanish, Los Angeles. He was
1: in the Kennedys after Camelot. Never heard of that. The Good Fight.
0: Never heard of that. The only movie that I ever saw him in that wasn't, you know, like Friends, or like the the only thing that I ever saw him in that wasn't Friends was a movie called 17 again. With Zac Efron. He, was,
1: he was Benny from Fallout New Vegas?
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember he was Benny from Fallout New Vegas. Oh, no. I killed him
1: so many times because
0: <laughs> I hated Benny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is terrible. I feel, I feel bad. I feel like I'm partially responsible
0: yikes you put this on him (laughs) Derek. he was in
1: scrubs he was he was murray in scrubs
0: i never saw him in scrubs i used to watch he was only there he was only for one
1: episode
0: okay well that explains a lot yeah okay uh so that being said uh one last thing before we close out and it's it's nightmare fuel i hope you guys like nightmare fuel uh well that's horrifying I found this drawing floating around the sub, the One Piece subreddits, and it's apparently a drawing of what uh, the artist for One Piece, Aichiro Oda, says that Chopper will look like in the live action. So, just like the awkward, wrong body and the hyper realistic reindeer head. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> uh it's apparently it's apparently like a joke you know like but he's like no this isn't what he gotta he's gonna look like but can you imagine <laughs> oh so it's like it's
1: well i guess the sonic thing wasn't a joke either but the
0: no the sonic thing i, was I right.
1: still i still think that was like a bait and switch where they had the whole thing I already mean, done you know what what could have been the like, thing here Look it, at this weird-looking Sonic, and that's what it's going to be.
0: I, I, one thing that it could have been is like, you know, like, oh man, we are not going to meet deadline. You know what we do? We release an ugly Sonic. Fans hate it. They ask us to go back to the drawing board. We just extended our deadline, and the and the fan base is okay with it.
1: I'm not going to lie; I've not heard of like any of this stuff that that Matthew Perry has been other than. <laughs> Friends, Fallout, and Scrubs, but he's only one episode of Scrubs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the way it happens sometimes, man. But like, he—the thing about Friends is that that was such a highly popular show that the the actors who who were in Friends went in as nobodies and they came out millionaires. Like, they were making bank off of one episode. You know, like it was. Friends it was only
1: spanned ten years. Oh, well, only from '94 to. It was from ninety four to two thousand four. Right.
0: That that's that's long for a TV show. Well, I thought it was like a late eighties show or something. Nah, nah, it was a 90s show. A lot of the jokes haven't aged well. I gotta say, like I went back and I watched some the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, you couldn't make these jokes today. <laughs> it's I mean, it's kind of the same for a lot that's of things, though. like
1: watching. Anything from like early two thousands, late nineties.
0: Like The Office, like The Office with all the "That's What She Said" jokes. Oh, you could not these days. You you really could not. You should watch some Attitude Era wrestling from the WCW. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. That stuff didn't didn't age well.
1: Have you ever have you ever heard of the wrestler Eugene? I have his not. His whole shtick was that he was a mentally disabled wrestler.
0: Oh God, no. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he, 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 the women's division was a joke,
0: man. Well, with that being said, thank you for watching, guys. Uh, please remember to like, sub, and share if you haven't already. Uh, if you're on the listening platforms, please remember that you can be part of our live audience by going to youtube.com/slash at the battle phase. We air, uh, we we live stream these episodes on Fridays. And other than that, you got anything know, else? Someday. Yeah, this Sunday we're going to be having the Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel tournament. We pushed it back from last week uh, to this week because I had like
1: uh, same way here on Fridays and Sundays. Yeah, um, that they too promote Sunday. But I mean, yes, Sunday we do have the Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel tournament. Yeah, the rule is no floodgates. Question mark.
0: The rule is synchro summons only. Uh, so, like you know, no e- extra deck is synchro summons only, and you're not allowed to run floodgates that prevent your opponent from special summoning. Simple rules. Very simple rules, yeah. Very simple. Uh yeah. uh I hope I win because I have a really fun theme for next time if, if I do. But anyway, uh that being said, uh thank you everybody for watching and thank you for joining us in the chat. I have been the Midnight Bard. And I am getting Chipotle wings. Chipotle wings, baby. Adios. what